Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Friday, August 11th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we are joined by Travis Hines at Travis underscore 156. Say hello, Travis. Hey, guys. Uh, we we I talked to you before about Arrow Season 5 recap, and he's on with us again to talk the news today and we're going to be doing a, a fun special episode that will release tomorrow about smallville the first justice league that appeared on smallville uh but we're going to get into the news today and first up is brothers has officially announced home video release dates for wonder woman in the u.s it's going to release digitally august 29th physically september 19th that's on 4k 3d blu-ray dvd uh, they held out a little longer didn't they because it was in theaters like they were doing really well in theaters which is smart but yeah I must say, but I hope we get some good special features with this thing. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think the the special features have been officially announced, but yeah, I mean, it's still making some money in theaters. So, um, but I'll be glad to have it on home video. Yeah, I'm in. I'm really interested to see how it does on home video too. Like Batman versus Superman just did absolute bonkers in home video, so I'm interested to see what Wonder Woman does. I think it will do pretty well, if I had to guess. Probably all of them. Have <laughs> Would well, you? Have they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, well, I, everything in the DCEU has done pretty well on home video sales, dating back to Man of Steel. So uh, with as many fans as Wonder Woman has, I'm sure it'll do very well. All right, moving on to uh, Batman in Justice League. We got a better look at Batman's flying fox from the Justice League concept art, uh, courtesy of Entertainment Weekly. I think if you haven't seen that, you should probably go look at it with your eyeballs because it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, I agree with you there. It's uh, <laughs> it is it's concept art, but it's cool to see just how big it looks. And um, yeah, what do you think of it, Travis? Well, I loved it. I wasn't sure. It looked like the flash was. I don't know if it's the picture or it looks like the flash is kind of vibrating there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and also, isn't the fly, like flying fox? There, like I know I've seen on Twitter a couple people complaining. Why is it called flying fox? Can we just let it rest now? Because it's like the I'm pretty sure the biggest bat. Like in the world, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think right. I think that name is is it works, especially now that people are educated on what it actually means. But yeah, I think the Flash is just vibrating. I guess to maybe they didn't want to show off his costume too well in the concept <laughs> art. Yeah, so the the Flying Fox has a three story interior and storage for three Batmobiles inside. Which, I mean, you always need at least three Batmobiles if you're going into to a, a big situation. I'd say so. Um, I guess Wonder Woman and Flash can handle themselves, but Aquaman needs always needs another vehicle to ride. So right. there's that. I'm kind of disappointed there isn't five. <laughs> <laughs> One for everyone. There you go. Everybody gets their own Batmobile. Right. If this was the Adam West Batman, they would have each had a personalized Batmobile. So like a Wonder Woman mobile, a Flash mobile. Uh, one for each of them. But I guess it's oh, just definitely. Or the just not in the budget. Like, the bat boat or <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh yeah uh so ben affleck also commented on the story and he says he brings them to the bat cave and lets them in on the central conflict of the story who the enemy is there's a little bit of magnificent seven aspect to it yeah that's uh that goes along with everything we've said it sounds like they're going to i'm guessing wonder woman tells you know story of what she knows and then batman will say what he knows and then they'll tell everyone what they know yeah, that's, that's nice. that makes perfect sense. 
Uh, on to other news from Justice League. Joe Morton, who will be pay- playing Dr. Silas Stone, talked a little bit about his role in Justice League with IGN. And, and he was, they asked him specifically about reshoots, and I'm guessing uh, nobody had told him not to say so, anything, so he just, he just talked about it. Um, there were some adjustments that they made in terms of the tone of that character. I think that I think what I heard was that there was a need from the studio to lighten up the film in a way that the film felt too dark. I don't know what that meant in terms of how it actually got translated in terms of the reshoots, but that's what I heard. So I don't think he's saying anything concrete here, um, but you know, he like it sounds like he might have heard something from a janitor or something like that. But uh, what do you take from this, Travis? Uh, not much, really. Grain of salt. The movie's like the movie's done. Like really, it's done filming. Like whatever is done now is done. So. I'm just waiting and just going to be happy. And like, <laughs> I just think that reshoots happen. And I really do think uh, we was brought in to punch up the dialogue a little bit between characters, between like people, like just the song. Um, that it doesn't discourage me from the movie at all. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a pretty good attitude to have. And like you said, Tom, I think Silas probably isn't involved too much in these reshoots. I think I think Joe Morton said he only was there for just a few little things. And so obviously he's not, I don't think he's just standing there like taking notes on everything that's happening and is trying to break a scoop or anything. So, right. And, and I don't think they're <laughs> going to lighten up this cyborg character too much because this is, this is like the worst moment of cyborg's life that, right. Uh, <laughs> where he, you know, basically gets blown up and learns that he is a cyborg. Uh, so that's not a lighthearted moment. So I don't, I don't know if that's just, I don't think he's specifically talking about this so much as maybe what he's heard. Um, but Joss Whedon punching up the dialogue is, is perfectly fine with me. Do we get uh, a booyah? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, so. I don't know. I don't know how you can fit it in. That's what I mean. I'm not sure either. That's one of the things I was thinking about. Like I'd laugh if I'd seen it, but I can understand not putting it in. I definitely <laughs> want to see it eventually. Um, but I, I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Morton also said he thinks his role, you know, he's asked specifically about his role, how it might be a nod to Terminator 2, where he basically played Miles Dyson, who sort of created the Terminators. Uh, he thinks he definitely thinks that's part of it, although he wasn't told anything about it. And I think it definitely is. Oh, if we know Zack Snyder at all. It <laughs> definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like you said, I don't think anybody's going to come out and say for sure that's it. But it's there's definitely somebody was thinking about that either consciously or subconsciously. And now everybody's going to think about that. Absolutely. And he also thinks the plan right now is to return for the cyborg solo film. So um, we don't even know where that would be at in terms of development, but I guess that does that mean he doesn't die in justice league? Um, That's what I hope because I think the father son relationship is fun and I'd want to see more of that in the solo film. Me too. Me too. All right, and then wrapping up today, uh, James Wan talked a little bit about Aquaman with The Hollywood Reporter and more specifically talked about just how kind of hard it is to film this mostly underwater film. He said it's very technically challenging and that even like a simple conversation is really difficult to do underwater. That is not shocking. <laughs> so, well, <No>. yeah, <laughs> not really anything new here, but um, yeah, obviously that's going to be really difficult. And I think James Wan knew that and I think he still realizes that. I'm just wondering how much Zack Snyder is going to play or did play into that. I'm sure James Bond probably got together with him and seen what he shot for Justice League and seen how he shot it underwater. And like, I'm sure that I'm sure he's going to be executive producer on that movie. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And we have so much to learn to see from Atlantis. What, how do they talk underwater? So much that we don't know. I know it's, uh, 
it's got to be incredibly challenging to film. But uh, most technically technical breakthroughs in film were really hard to do. So I'm hoping this is one of those. Yeah. And he said one of the reasons that makes it so time consuming is that he's trying to do like as little CG replacing the characters as possible, trying to do as practical trying to do as much practical effects as possible, like actually underwater things moving naturally underwater. And so, yeah, I wasn't expecting him to come out and say, you know what? We started filming underwater and it's, it's actually easier than filming on <laughs> land. So I think I'm going to do every movie from now I'm going to do underwater. <laughs> right. He's just going to do all his horror films underwater now. Right. I think you'll have someone doing them only up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. Yep. And he also uh, tweeted out, uh, where they're filming at Amnesty Bay, the Curry Lighthouse set. So you can take a look at that picture. It looks awesome, like everything else we've seen from Aquaman. But so it's cool. This should be a beautiful film. That, yes. that makes me a little sad, that picture, because James Wan was around my area, scout-ish, like looking for locations for that kind of, that, that actual set, <laughs> like for the lighthouse set. And he didn't choose that's awesome never got picked (laughs) (laughs) so you know sometimes it's nice just to be in the in the running right it's an honor just to be nominated (laughs) well that's that's what you're supposed to say everybody watch frontier (laughs) because jason momoa films that here (laughs) oh really oh okay i've been meaning Um, to watch that i actually got to talk to him like i played ice hockey with him there last year he's what a cool dude i'll ask him was i can't wait to see you in aquaman uh, in justice league as aquaman (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome i've been yeah. meaning to watch that so i'm definitely gonna all right well that is all we have for today thanks for listening and if you want to hear more from travis be sure to check him out on twitter at travis underscore 156 thanks for having me again guys this is great thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dc drop by tomorrow for more dc news